If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Bah, I'm a clone. We saw the sixth day, so you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear, and today we are talking about the Arnold Schwarzenegger film, The Sixth Day, which came out November 17th. 2000. Uh, they used the numerical sixth in that because they felt that if they spelt out six, it would confuse people uh, thinking it was a sequel to The Sixth Sense. Um, Okay, what do you need to know if you've not seen this movie? Uh, very simple. Arnold Schwarzenegger runs a uh, extreme sports company. I guess we'll get into it. And um, when he decides to take on a very wealthy man, uh, things in his life start to go awry. And uh, I'll leave it again at that because I don't want to talk about any of this movie without my two co-hosts. Please welcome Jason Manzoukas and June Diane Raphael. How are you both? Um... Not you know, having just finished this movie, un- I didn't like it. I'm, I don't feel great. Um, oh my I, gosh! Interesting. I feel like it's the summer of clones? Question mark between replicas and this, I'm sensing a theme. I I made this choice. Avril Halley, uh, our amazing producer, who picks all of our films, uh, gave us a handful of choices for our next film, and I thought, why not go back? into yeah. the tank. Let's it's go back clo- into the tank. It's like clone girl summer. Yes. Summer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, we're cloning last week's episode. 
And this is our second cloned episode. And wow. So are you are we willing to say that we are gonna do clone based movies all summer long? There is one <laughs> clone more girl summer. CGS? There is one more that I kind of want to put next, but I I won't. I will take us out of the put world. It, of cloning. You know what? I goddamn dare you. Put it next. <laughs> now that's not to be confused with Crone Girl Summer, no, which is something cro- that Jessica St. Clair is trying to get started, which I don't think anybody wants. Well, and then not to be confused with Crone's Girl summer which is really something that is that very uncomfortable for a lot yeah. of yeah that's yeah, very just uncomfortable a, an awareness raising campaign for <laughs> right. those of us who suffer from Crohn's disease exactly um I uh it's funny you didn't like this movie Jason I'm actually it's, surprised now it was, it was too long it was a little boy it was it was two hours and four minutes it's, a, I, I, it's not that I didn't like it it just was long and a little boring that's it. oh I thought this is classic Schwartz I did too. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And oh, it was interesting. interesting to me that he was playing this part because as I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, like if you told me, if you told me Arnold, the person, yeah. the actor was cloned, I would say, of course, you know, he has big clone energy. <laughs> BCE. <laughs> He's got that BCE. That's if you, the like, he, does, like, he walks with before that the BCE. common era. <laughs> <laughs> so there was something kind of right about him in this part. I would believe yeah. it if you told me the Arnold Schwarzenegger that we know That's exactly was a clone. Right. Like I would believe, but like, like hasn't he kind of done some version of this before? Oh, not exactly. No, but I, I don't think uh, this is the one where. He definitely plays two parts. I, yes. I don't think there's another Schwarzenegger movie where he plays okay. two parts. Um, the nice thing about that as an actor is it's like, oh, it's not like I have to play two wildly different characters. Right. I no. actually get to show up and play this other role. Two, um, same same role, different which is jacket. The, both the same <laughs> role and also the, the same difference. person as myself. So I actually have to do zero acting. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the thing. He's not clumping it up. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. He really is. He's playing two versions of the same exact character. The only difference is their outfits and um, a shaving scar, uh, a shaving cut, which is then I, uh, spoilers I, uh, for the for the movie I, is proven to be faked. I I was uh, very interested in that shaving cut because it was. Um, it, it definitely pulled your attention at a certain point. You're like, yeah. well, why didn't they just fix that? Like, why? Like, it is an it's an odd thing for a giant movie star in a big movie to have like a small shaving cut. Like, it it was distracting to me. Is you know, I was like, oh, they, yeah. what what? Like, it made me uneasy. I think. Um, but then it did play into the whole movie. So you know what? You got me. Well, it's it's what it, it establishes another thing which I am kind of obsessed with, which is. In movies in which Arnold Schwarzenegger is meant to be an ordinary guy. Oh, yeah. A normal, small business owner, helicopter pilot, dude, just a... Extreme sports. A guy who happens to know how to snap people's necks, shoot a gun. Well, that... like, uh, Like, do a lot of stuff. He does not know how to do that. I would argue. I'd argue he that he snaps Wiley's neck like he snaps a bunch of necks. Well, but I, I agree. He's a straight up neck snapper. Oh, I mean, <laughs> this guy is 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 uh, is breaking necks and taking names. But I mean, I I think that you're 
You're supposed to believe that he's never been in a situation like this before. It's not like, oh, and also he was an ex-military man, and that's why he knows this. Like he he goes from but normal he Joe wear a military to jacket. He does. And, and, the, and I guess there was he is some sort of he has a war wound that uh, Tony okay. Goldwyn at one point says, you know, we also replicated your war scar or whatever. Um, so I guess I theoretically he was in some sort of war that we are just not privy to the information. Well, I mean, of, this well, movie does take place, as they say. Sooner than you think. Most oh, right. movies will give you a year sooner than you think. Most movies will give you a year. This says sooner than you think. And we know it's the future because, or I guess I should say, we know this is the failed future because this is a movie that comes out in 2000, probably at the height of the XFL. And they went all oh in. They Hard. went all in. The opening sequence of this movie is fully XFL football, which is real. If you didn't Wait, know about F- XFL, oh yeah, XFL it was like was, a what is that? yes. It was like I an thought that indoor, that was just like they didn't have the rights to say NFL. No, it was like an actual. Paul, you probably know better than, yes, than me. Vince it was McMahon. like an actual league that was started. Yes. And it's oh, it's back. No. It was it was founded by Vince McMahon. Uh, it has come back. It's That's basically what it is. yeah, Vince you know, McMahon. It, uh, yeah, Vince McMahon. Uh, it, it was a. A joint, uh, a joint between the WWF and NBC, uh, where they basically decided, "Hey, let's let's make football a little bit scarier. Let's do it in a different time." It was running during late winter and early spring uh, because it was like, "Hey, you want more football? Here you go." It v- uh, featured various modifications uh, to increase its intensity, uh, as well as on-air innovations such as sky cams, um, and they also did. Uh, I think you could hear in the huddle, so you would have like uh, oh, microphone. Wow. Runs on players, in-game interviews. So things that actually they do now in all sports. Yeah. Wait, so what, but were they modifying like the actual sport of football? Like, was it more... It Intense? wasn't, wasn't there, um, yeah, wasn't there, wasn't it supposed to be like fewer rules or so, wasn't it supposed to be or like a harder, edgier, an edgier game or a faster yes, game or something? Yes, it was a smaller team. That was one of the big things because it, it was all in these like smaller indoor stadiums, uh, right? Like the, here's like, I'll tell you the, uh, these are the big different This is now, here. um... Uh, officially uh, an XFL sportscast. Um, we're just do we're just doing that. Now I can't as believe a, this is real. After eleven years of how did this get made, we're switching to an XFL God, based. And honestly, Jason, it was a really easy transition. Really, it was very like the other. Th- Here's the thing: we have so much to discover. None of us know much of anything, and we're about to learn a lot. Let's go! Oh yeah, I mean, so here <laughs> we go. First thing, the big thing. Uh, um, Devin, could you drop in a whistle here for to start the game? <laughs> <laughs> um, players cannot move forward until the ball is caught by the returner. That is on the kickoff. Similarly, on punts, the punting team cannot release past the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked, uh, which made it so you would uh, encourage returns on kickoffs and punts. The other big thing about this was... Um, they uh, they would not do field goals for extra points. Instead, it had a three-tiered point system. So uh, it was one point you run a play from the second-yard line, two points if you run a play from the five-yard line, three points if you run a play from the 10-yard uh, line. No kicking points were allowed. Um, hmm. And then overtime No rules. kicking points were allowed. That seems like a real, like, anti-soccer bias. Yeah, it's like, it was you know really what? like you, no You punters. can't score any points with your feet. 
Uh, and then um, the way that they did overtime was overtime shall consist of five rounds staged in alternating single play huh. possessions like an NHL shootout. Uh, a round would consist okay. of one offensive play per team. Each possession starts at the opponent's five-yard line, and the offensive team has one play to score. The team with the most points after five rounds was the winner. Kind of sounds huh. fun. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, it just sounds faster, and it sounds like the the games probably have higher scores or something like that. Twenty five second play clock. They you're could always do a, a double points. Yeah, a double forward yeah. pass. Uh, and after the two minute warning, uh, they allowed teams to come back. Uh, so you, you know, basically, it was just like they basically and just wanted wrestling you to be moves are, and you can suplex anybody that you want. Yes, right? and, and look, and, and, you know, that was, moves that was are the fully fun. approved. Yeah, you could you could definitely slam a chair over uh, an offensive player's head. If every they were coming every at you. every game is a steel cage game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I love a movie that where the studio and everyone's like, okay, yeah, we know this is the future, and we're gonna make this so it will f- like when people watch this in twenty years, they're gonna be like, oh wow, this feels current and topical uh but the xfl stadium and that opening scene is wild because a character that we really don't ever see again is uh johnny phoenix johnny phoenix (laughs) is just uh you know basically uh he's paralyzed in the opening scene and and, i mean essentially not not i mean he dies in the ambulance but like well i mean he dies because they clobbered they yeah. force him to die. Like they yes. go, well, you know what? Because they don't want to pay him out. I mean, that that really is the. It. Ra- I think that they they their their idea is basically rather than treat his broken spine, they would rather just in two hours they can have a new clone of him up and running, right? Right. And and they don't want to they don't want to pay somebody who is recouping in a hospital. They would rather clone a new version of him and so have him play next week. That, yeah. That's one of the first things that is. That you get. That's one of the first hints that something's awry. You watch the cold open of the movie is, and I thought that it was effective. Like the you see the game, and the game is they they shot the shit out of the XFL game. I'm, I'm assuming the stadium Amazing was already set up for it, so it really yeah. it, it looks good. Um, and then they clobber him. Then 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 Michael Rooker Yandu from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies comes in, who is just one of the great character actors of all time. Absolutely. And he gets in the car. He's obviously if Michael Rooker or Sean Bean are in the movie, they are the bad guy. Oh, um, so and Michael, they're so good. Oh, yeah. they're the best. They're and Tony terrifying. Goldwyn, for that matter. I Tony, like Goldwyn Tony Goldwyn. Is he's great. always great. He's incredible here God, he's again. So he's so good here. He's so good in Ghost. He's so good. He's Tony so Goldwyn good is so good at playing that so good charming, Sandal. smarmy bad guy. You know, like the and Michael Rooker is the best. Like the muscle, the bad guy, mm-hmm. the the true. By the danger. way, and we also have the uh, the first on screen performance by Terry Crews as yes! the muscle in this movie, which was also great to see. I love, and it was it you know it was before Terry Crews had kind of found like the Terry Crews that we know and love. So he is just uh, he's very intimidating, but like it's not like it's not a. It's he's yeah, I think like he has more likability. Yes. You know, well, I mean, the Terry Crews that we know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine or from like recent Terry Crews has like a real like uh, um, affability to him. And yes. this this performance is menacing. Like he is yeah. one of the bad guys. He is one of the cabal of kind of villainous uh, people who are the killers. You know, it's he, him. Uh, Sarah Winter. Yeah. OK, that that wig stuff made me laugh, though, because when there's one 
bad guy who's a bad gal played by this actress. She's very beautiful. And she, like, she gets cloned. So she's wearing this, like, bright blue wig or colorful wig when we first meet her in his dress, like, really futuristic. But when she gets cloned, you know, their bodies come out sort of like from it looks like they're coming directly from the embryo sac and filled with like uh, you know embryonic fluid and like skin that's extra skin that hasn't come off yet. so when she comes out she has a head of hair on her like her real hair her real we've hair. already seen her in her chopped bob right, but yeah then but she when she comes comment, out of the tent yes yeah, and she says like, "Oh, like she's pissed that yeah. like this has happened again." And she says like, "I can't believe I'm going to have to go get my hair done again." Do you know yeah. how expensive that hair Do you treatment know how expensive is? That is, and I'm like, "Well, so she's going to the, she's going to her hairstylist." <laughs> Every like what uh, four was that times. hair person think? She's four been times. Four, four times. Four times. Right. With her normal head of like natural hair. Yes. And that person has to recreate. So that person must be faced with utter confusion. Uh, Like how has this happened? That person must be like, am I okay? Like what? You have to assume that she's going to different hair places. You see, no, I assume So as to not raise any alarm. It didn't sound like it. What I think is happening, and based on how this movie plays out, I think she's going back to the hairstylist, having her fix her hair, shooting her, and then recloning her back to before she went in to get her hair cut again. You think she's been there? She's using... The tech to clone her hairdresser? <laughs> so the hairdresser doesn't realize that wow. she's been doing this new haircut. Because wow. this is the kind of cloning that's going on. By the way, the you talked about does it. seem willy-nilly. Oh, well, Jean, and when you talked about Tony Goldwyn cloning. says you can do it in two hours. I was like, wait, what? I mean, <laughs> there there is a moment. They, they gloss over the cloning so quickly that they actually drop it in the background in a commercial. It all begins with the growing of blanks. Animal drones stripped of all characteristic DNA in embryonic tanks at the Repet factory. In stage two, your pet's DNA is extracted from a lock of fur or a drop of blood and then infused on a cellular level into the blank. In the final stage, using Repet's patented cerebral syncording process, all of your pet's thoughts, memories, and instincts are painlessly transplanted via the optic nerve. Like, that's the biggest explanation we get of cloning in, like, the pet store scene, which is off to the side, but they're cloning full people. And my question to you, June, you brought it up, was when they come out of that sack, they rub like like gunk on them. They they rub like embryonic fluid on them. Like I think they're part, rubbing it off of them, aren't they? Oh, I, I thought they were rubbing it like on to make their skin more silky smooth. I didn't know. Okay, it's Oh, they're just you, they're scooping you think it they're off. rubbing it to make their skin more silky smooth? <laughs> yeah, like I thought they would put like, like almost like putting like a set of So you think the goal of the like clones yeah. is to have softer skin? <laughs> I think it's like, hey, look, you've been hanging around in this bag. I, I'm, coming this... Out, I'm coming out of this sack all calloused and, and with, bl- with, 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 with workman's hands. You know what it is? I want like, silky sort of like, smooth, baby. It's like, you know, you just got cloned. Let's just like massage your muscles. Like it's like uh, tenderizing meat. Because the truth is, too, these <laughs> Wait, are do you bodies. think these clones are to be eaten? Well, <laughs> I mean, tenderizing meat. Well, it's like it's like a meat locker. Like they're just hanging there. Like <laughs> these half bodies with no faces. I mean, when we get to the the uh, the melted man at the end, I have a lot to say. But oh. the, holy cow, they're just like these. They're 
They're half grown. I mean, from what we saw last week on the show in replicas, how they kind of fully grown. Like here they are like, let's just get it all ready. It's like they basically yeah. get the body at 75 and then you drop in the last 25 percent. Yeah. That's, well, yeah, yeah. I think there that's is true. something like in these movies that I think the filmmakers think will love to like the audience is going to love to see. And and actually, I think I do love to see it. There's something interesting about seeing the birth of these clones on just sort of slabs of concrete where you're seeing these adult human bodies in like fetal positions. And it's just so, um, it's just so shocking, you know, to see like Tony Goldwyn when he, spoiler alert, he gets cloned at the end, but he doesn't get fully Baked, right, they they didn't right? they cut open his sack yeah. before he was ready. Like yeah, yeah. so right. he but looks. Did you see these adult bad. bodies like cooking up? It's just so um, it's so unsettling. It's so unsettling to see like um, the raw materials that we understand to be embryonic stages of birth mapped onto like full-sized human beings you know it's it's very strange to see all the things that we understand are natural for the birth of a child to have what's produced be these adults over and over and over again we watch adults be cloned which is very bizarre and unsettling uh, whether or not their skin is silky smooth enough for 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 whoever is my like because when sarah winter came out by the way i gotta say when sarah winter came out uh, you know, I thought to myself, she looks good. Like, and she was all mad that she didn't look good. I thought, you know, she came out of this cloning process. I, I feel like she looked like, I was like, you know what? Maybe a little bit less on the makeup there because I feel like her natural look, her, her freshly right, cloned well, uh, look was, well, uh, was really nice. Right. Do you want me to leave you alone <laughs> with silky smooth Sarah Winter? All right, look, now we can all agree that there were some uncomfortable moments in watching these bodies pop out, but was it more uncomfortable than watching Arnold Schwarzenegger act naturally like when he is acting like a normal guy and smiling and joking like a dad yeah when he's acting like a dad with his daughter it was so weird um when he's like yeah you're absolutely right there's all of the i would say all of the family elements and the small business owner elements of this story (laughs) are absolutely bizarre was also like yeah this sort of i i was wondering actually i was like now in the script, were they were did the um, screenwriter originally intend for Arnold and his wife to have this like super horny relationship where they're constantly like trying to fuck in various places, or is that Arnold? Well, is I'll that tell you Arnold what, being I, I'm like, t- I don't know another way to relate. Well, to Well, I woman, mean, the so. language that tips it for me is when they basically have the dialogue that says cigars make you horny. Yes. And he's that such is a it. cigar guy that I'm like, this is Arnold. A hundred percent. Like, can I just don't understand like the cigars, like a natural aphrodisiac, you know, you know, Ugh. it's like trying to get his weird stuff in there. When he puts that cigar in her mouth and she takes a puff of that cigar, it's like, and that's what you want to kiss. You want to kiss that mouth full of like masticated tobacco, like like that, like whatever that is. It's like that, that's not gonna. That's not like a, I don't want to get into that making out right after that. Like oh yeah, kiss me with your big old like mouth of cigar smoke. Oh yeah, it really is like this kind of like. 
He really just is a totem of masculinity, of perceived masculinity. And like the the cigar-chomping helicopter pilot kind of, and it's not enough. There has to be like two of them, you know? That's and That's what I actually found interesting, though, Jason, because I, yeah. I agree with you that, um, but at the same time, like the, for a long time, he hates his cloned self. And right. he's like disgusted by his clone self, which yeah. was interesting to me, like that these that he was a self-hating clone and that seeing himself like with his wife and, you know, and being in the world brought up so much anger for him. But he didn't know he was a clone, Jim. Yeah. All that time he thought he was looking at a clone yeah. who he was treating as the other man kind yeah. of thing. He thought he was the original whose life had been where fall. Wait a minute. I, okay. Wow. I, hold on now. Jean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, ahead, I Jean. agree with you, but okay. even so you have to agree. Okay. Like whoever, whoever's consciousness was in there, whether he came later or earlier. Wait, hold on. Why are you Wait saying it like it's, it's up for debate. It, <laughs> This is factual. <laughs> Whoever's consciousness I, is in there, it it's Arnold. It was very hard. It was sort of like when you you're in New York City or and and someone's on the street doing that like three card Monty where you have to follow the card. Like uh-huh. it, for me, it was very hard to figure out at certain times who was real Arnold and who was clone Arnold. Oh, now this so is I got a little lost. Wait, no, this wait, is wait, interesting. Well, okay, but, so Jim, I, but even if he's. <laughs> As you say, he's the clone looking at his real self. Like, why is that clone's consciousness upset with himself? Like, why is he automatically so disgusted you, by himself? Because he's he's like he's on the outside of his life and he's, is perceiving who he thinks is the clone as having, having sex with his ha- wife. as having replaced him in his I family. I understand taken- that you guys, I understand that. He also seemed to be irritated by who he was. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, you, I see like what, he I get doesn't it. like he found himself. Self distasteful. I see. I think oh, he I found think the circumstance. I, I I see what you're saying. I think he found the circumstance distasteful and upsetting. I don't think he was all the time. Like yes. they had, this, About, well, yes, they had yes. this sort of like they were ribbing each other like they were he was yeah, who's the better pilot or who's the right. better shot. Yes, oh, yes. yeah. Like he, he does. That is an odd thing. And this is why I don't understand the clone aspects of this movie, because they are the same. But yet he's like, oh, I knew you wouldn't do it the right way or I knew you, I'm a better pilot than you. There shouldn't be any deviation. It's not like. It's a clone. You should be. I don't think there is. I think I think they are exactly the same. I think they're just kind of playing into the emotionality of trying to get you to side with the Arnold that we are following for most of the movie who we think is Arnold Prime. Okay, but But then we reveal in the third act that he the Arnold that we have been following he is the clone. The main character we've been following that we thought was the prime is actually right. the clone. And that's kind of the big spoiler of the movie. I mean, and you're at that point, you're so invested in the clones and in, in Adam's journey. Adam, of course, Adam and Eve is the first. Well, he's not even the first man clone. So I guess the Adam and Eve doesn't even work. Uh, but in the deleted scenes, there is a scene where the where the clone Schwarzenegger and the regular Schwarzenegger do look at each other's dicks, and then they go, "No, mine's mine's bigger, and mine's oh, bigger," yeah. and then they go on. It's a ten minute long scene. I could see why it was cut out of the movie, uh, but you the serious? audience don't know. <laughs> 
I would not be surprised. <laughs> I honestly would not be surprised. By the way, I, I would not be surprised if there was a joke that they cut of out of course. Schwarzenegger. Oh, like, yeah. You can't kiss. You can't kiss as good as me. <laughs> Kiss me. I love uh, how obsessed better. he was with the, the minivan. I uh, saw it's in the minivan. Like the it's way, like minivan <laughs> equals sex. Yeah, and like uh, both hello. Arnolds know it. By the way, I've been preaching about the minivan for a long time, and I'm happy that two movies in a row both involve clones <laughs> and both involve minivans. This Paul, movie. <laughs> do you not understand that this is basically suggesting a world in which you are going to try and clone June and your children in June, your minivan? Don't come up, don't come upstairs. <laughs> don't to come the to the Pacifica closet. if you yeah. hear anything. <laughs> I said it's a hybrid, but it really is a tank where I'm producing <laughs> bodies oh out of there. Um, oh, my God. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. So what did he do? I mean, because this is the other thing I had a question about, too, because the movie does do some actually, I think, very cool future things. Like I like the way the helicopters look and I like some of the technology. Like I felt like they did. a They walked an interesting line of keeping it very current 
but not like like that middle ground futuristic, I guess. Uh, like, but what was his job? His job was taking these people. It looked like they were leaving from very far away to go very far into the mountains to go skiing. Like he he ran like an extreme sports. Yeah, he's got like a hell. He's got a helicopter con- company which transports people. In the case of this movie. Transports people, I think, from Los Angeles to the mountains oh. to go hella skiing. They drop people off at like a base camp and they go snowboarding or skiing or whatever. And they that, that's the service. And okay. in the shop, they also it looked like had like water gear or other extreme I, sports I guess, things. I guess so, my thought was <laughs> they're dropping them off at the very top of this mountain. Where, like, what's the return route? It seemed like these people were like leaving their stuff there. It's like when you rent skis for the day, you put your shoes in a in a oh, cabinet, you get the ski boots. It seemed like they flew so far away that like, wouldn't you just go like, all right, now we're gonna go down to the bottom of the mountain and then wait for you, or like, how long? <laughs> That's was a good this? question. Like, how long are those runs? And then like, how do the people get back? Do the people at the bottom of the mountain just get on a bus and the bus brings them back? I mean, they're flying through canyons. Like, they're not. It wasn't like, oh, we just yeah. flew. For, I mean, it, it seemed like that no, was no, a, those, quite a those, journey. Those helicopters also transform into some like sort of jet or something. <laughs> so I think they're, ah, I think they're suggesting that they could fly very quickly to like the Rockies or something. That's like what that. I was saying. Like, like you know? they left them in a different state, and those people. I think so. Yeah, and those people seem like it wasn't like okay, put your bags on here. You're gonna have a great trip. It was like. It was just, I also feel like if you're going to bring two helicopters there, all the fuel that you're spending, like, why not just meet them at the bottom? I, there's a lot of questions I had there. And sure. a lot, you have a lot of questions about the business. I, I want to see where they're making money. Because, well, I'd, I'd love for too. Marcus Limonis to get involved with this business. Well, because it feels like yeah. if you're a helicopter charter company, then you should just be like you you could be transporting anyone to anywhere right? right like i we might need a helicopter to go to vegas or i actually have no idea if they can fly that far but you could oh, take yeah. people I'm everywhere clear. but it seemed like his sort of um his like core competency was taking extreme sports people to yes. far which is just it's such a narrow it's a niche business, it's you know. It's really yeah. a niche for, business for for a waterfront business, a waterfront business in the city. It, that's uh, that's high real estate. That uh, that you have to have these this landing pad. Like it seemed like he owned all of that, and yet he lived a pretty simple life. That house was very, you know, and very. Why, quaint. Like what I could understand is like why did he need the the remote arm that was used to pilot? Yeah, the I mean, like, I, why is I that didn't necessary? Because it's dangerous terrain. I didn't understand that either. Like, I mean, obviously it's so that we can have it in the third act when we want there to be like a helicopter helicopter flying with nobody in it. But yes, what use would he in normal business have for a remotely flyable helicopter so that what you can just, you know, autopilot more snowboarders from your desk or something? I don't know. That's what I thought. But it seemed like they needed to be kind of in range, like a like a like an electric car. There's a couple questions there. There's also like auto driving, full automatic driving, like Tesla style, like what we currently are on the verge of. Right. Like when in the scene with his friend and business partner is Michael Rappaport. That's right. And they 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 are pilots together in this business. And um 
and he, they, he's, oh, sorry, he drives the, uh, the autonomous car, truck. And so we see that. And I was like, in, in the year 2000, I was like, oh, wow, this really looks like what driving is going to be very soon. Yeah. Like, this looks like. Maybe how- not, though, Jason, because, you know, the research they've done about that, like, people are very, most people are very hesitant to, to, yes sit in self-operating cars, even though it would it's, reduce the number of accidents. I heard a great, yes, uh, incredibly, it would, it would, the de- number of deaths per year in car accidents would plummet if autonomous driving was, yeah. was implemented. I, I heard a great podcast that compared the same societal fears to elevators that people, when elevators were introduced, were like, no way. Mm. There's no way I will get on Mm. an elevator. Absolutely not. And so it really was this impediment to building bigger buildings because people didn't trust the elevator. And part of the reason that there were elevator operators was that people, a lot of times those elevator operators didn't even do anything but do something that was for optics. So that people would trust that there was a human in charge of the elevator. But that wasn't necessary. It was psychological for the people who were using the elevator. Especially with like distracted driving and people texting while driving, which I really, you know, is so upsetting to me. Um, I I hope we can get behind it sooner rather than later. All right. Um, I know we spent a lot of time here in the beginning of the movie, but I want to spend one more minute here to go. The man leaves his house and seemingly gets to work and gets a phone call from his wife saying, uh, dog's dead. <laughs> okay, so I have a question about this. Is the dead dog just a complete coincidence? The dog died of a, a very strange illness on the same day that Arnold is cloned? I mean, the like, dog like, died saying, instantly. The dog, I mean, they, we saw the dog in the you morning. He poisoned. I, I, I'm genuinely curious. Like, why Why is this story element in the movie? Because they need to explain to get cloning. Us to repet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, here's I the thing. So. I, I've, never, I've never put down a dog. But my understanding is that sometimes something's going on with the dog and you take them to the vet and they're like, we, we're going to put down, you know, humanely the dog as soon as possible. Right. Sure. So I just figured like they got a, they got some bad news and he he had to go. But but Gina, yeah. but but the, but the difference of that would have been like it should have been they wake up it's his birthday he feels really good he's laughing he's scaring children he looks intimidating to his wife and family and then they go oh no what's wrong with Baxter you know he's yeah. he looks sick that oh, was I'll take him to the vet dog. I'll take him to the vet and uh, and they and then when he gets there she's like I did take him to the vet. We got to put him down. But she seemingly is at work and she's like, oh, hey, um, yeah. dog died. Like it wasn't dog, like. Oh, I, and what was it? What do you mean? I, we saw him this morning. He was fine. It was, oh, and it was a mystery virus. Oh, he was licking the <laughs> Clara's face. Oh, said, it's fine. They told me. I was like, this has got to be a fake out of some sort. And I, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. She wasn't even delayed getting to work. It would, to be that callous, it'd be yeah. like, oh, fuck, the dog died. Okay, well, I'll take care of it later. Um, I'm going to go to work. Honey, you go to school. We'll deal with it. And like yeah. it was like they there was no and they, and this is a family that doesn't reclone their pets and we understand that this is the only thing that they let you do in this world because they have these six day laws or they don't allow you to clone well, people. Let me say something right now, Paul. Obviously, I, I'm a new dog owner. This is the first dog I've ever I've ever had the privilege of taking care of. I would reclone him. 
Oh, I would reclone him too. I didn't think that was a very bizarre thing. Like I thought, I thought Schwarzenegger's oh, hesitation was. So I mean, weird. people do that. All, that. That currently is done. What? Well, but no, yes, no, like, Jason. Yes, Vanderpump. Yes, what? She? Reclone. Yes, I'm yeah. almost positive that yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, like no, it's a, definitely done. I think it's. I don't think it's. Oh, Barbara Streisand, not, not Vanderpump. Barbara Streisand did it. Okay, I think that's right. Yes, that yeah. sounds right. I think it's. I don't think it's like easy to do or anything like that. For but I fifty think thousand dollars, she did it. Yeah, I think it is doable. Um, wow. That being said, that. if I could bring Turkey the dog back to life via a clone, I don't think I would. I think I'd just go and and get another dog. There's another dog out there that needs me. You know, what? I don't that's need a to like. Point. I don't need to create some sort of clone of turkey that will eventually turn evil and try and kill me. That's just got to happen, right? You know what, Jason? You're right. There are so many dogs that are currently living that need homes. Yeah. Yep, that's a good yeah. point. I mean, here's here's the thing that is is odd about the cloning of the dog. Um, it Like, you were freaking out the dog. Like, it, was, it was all to make, like, dogs disposable. It's like, hey... They're going to know where their bones are buried. They're going to get the whole, like, it was sort of like this idea that the dog's memories were intact. I mean, that's the one thing that we, that you, that I don't think that cloning is actually done. Like, I think you can actually clone the DNA of, of an animal, but you couldn't just like have all their memories in there as well. I think that's why animals are easier to clone. It's not like, yes, I think that's true. You're not, you're, you're cloning the, the biological form. You're not cloning like the, the dog. I don't, I don't believe will have memories or any of that. Think about all the science that you would have to do to be like mapping a dog's brain to have that much. Like that seems really complex. Here's the thing that the movie, because the movie is really going to great lengths to over and over again give you examples of cloning, examples of it working, it not working. I'd like to take this moment now to talk about the Simpal doll. Oh Oh my God! Yes. Um. This. So they do. They. There's like an. There's a. There's another step to help explain this, which is like a. Uh, like a a a a kind of a- animatronic my buddy style oh, life size doll. You you had them. one or you wanted one, Paul? I can't remember. I, by the way, I mean, I told you one of the saddest things. Well, I would have wanted one. At one point, I had to to write an an essay for school, and and the essay was like, uh, you know, uh, what's one thing that you would want? Like a like a Christmas list kind of a thing. And I said I wanted a, a robot so I could hang out with and I could talk to and have like a like a basically a friend, like a, a robotic oh. friend. And then oh, when I saw Cindy, I was make like, me cry. Oh, <laughs> I lived in an area. There were no kids around. They couldn't leave my like I left my house oh. and there was no kids for miles. <laughs> oh, Paul. Uh, Paul, you have so many good sad stories. I, I'm now going. That one makes me think of one from my childhood, which I yes. have only access. I can only access because it has been told to me because I have no memories. Um, that we lived before we lived in the town that I eventually grew up in. I lived in a, a, a different town, and when we moved into our house, um, I went outside in the front yard for a while, and my mom watched me, and I was wearing like a cowboy hat and like a holster with cap guns and like a a little Cute. cowboy outfit. And I was like hanging out and I came in after a while and my mom said, how did it go? And I said, I, well, I, there was nobody around. I, I even shot my gun and nobody heard it and came, you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody heard my shots and came to see what was going on. 
There's a sometimes there's a moments that where you are lonely, lonely childhood, lonely childhood, yeah. lonely childhoods create podcast. Well, I, I, mean, I will go. say that I had a lovely childhood filled with friends and neighbors on the block and my two sisters. And um, so you don't get Cindy. I, I yeah. didn't get Cindy. I always had kids to play with. Um, she now she looked like I was confused about her because she looks like a burn victim. Yes, I wrote that down. Yeah. And to your point, Paul, about like the skin and and cloning, I guess, is a form of like exfoliation <laughs> and like another uh, oh step. In your well, I don't think that they may have put the... routine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but what was her story? Because. I didn't know why she had to look like she had skin. Why? And also, why do we need a like, uh, why do we need this thing to help us to help us understand that we are able to do this? We can't clone actual people. Spoiler alert. We can. But we can do this thing. We have this available and we can clone your pets. So, yeah, it seems redundant. Like it doesn't seem like a necessary tool in the movie to have the doll. The Simpel plays no part in this movie whatsoever because the Simpel just seemed like a robotic futuristic toy. Like it didn't seem like. Oh, and also Michael Rappaport's like. AI or or VR girlfriend. There's a couple of different. Was she AI or was she VR? Because she unzips his pants just like the ghost in Ghostbusters. I think the chair does that. Oh, Oh, interesting. I think the the chair chair does that. She is a computer like hologram something. She is. She's not. She doesn't have physicality. I think the chair. I think he has to be sitting in the chair for the physical stuff to work. Um, Guys, I just want to show you something really quickly. If you are interested, and I've looked, the chair is not for sale. (laughs) Oh, okay. If you are interested, um, I would love to just show you very quickly. If you'd like to purchase Cindy, you can. Uh, oh, no. This is, no! This is... No! No, <laughs> no, That is... Oh, Paul, no! That is what? $475. Oh. This is the oh, uh, the no. hero. And this here's another version of it. This is the actual one? These are the actual ones. Oh, I don't um, want to see this at all. This is like this is oh, like no, the no, Annabelle no. movie. Yeah, this is... I think uh, just gosh. having seen this is going to curse us. Uh, for only 475 <laughs> bucks, you can get... Uh, you can oh, get your own Cindy is... with small teeth and everything. Uh, uh, small teeth and everything? I mean. Is that what's in the write-up? <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Ew. Oh, gosh. This is she absolutely. Like she's really been through it. Haunting. Oh, my God. This looks like a movie. This looks like a horror ah, movie doll. I know. And even in, even when, oh, like, yeah, here's a scene from, here's a still from the movie that Paul is now showing us that is terrifying. Well, here's, okay, can I, this is my pitch for the movie. It's about the future. Why not have a real girl? Yes, on the counter. Great, and like make Acting it like, like small a doll. wonder. Yes, acting that, a me, little bit like a doll. This yes. was like Great. a very. This is like a very weird American girl doll. Like See, there was nothing about. What I yeah. think is, I think at the time this seemed incredible. Okay. This seemed really? super high tech at the time. Okay, like a moving, talking, like articulated. Doll? No, and two, like twenty-one years ago. No, I mean Maybe? she was so sort of. She just looked a mess. I mean, two oh, I agree. I mean, but by the way, it's like if you're you're trying to say like we're in a world of cloning and all this stuff, but but our doll technology has failed. Like that's what I was getting from it. Our doll technology has not exceeded our human experimentation, and I feel like. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, this is so upsetting. I want to play a clip of Cindy. We're falling. I, I will say the United States is falling so far behind in doll technology I mean, it's, it's that we are we are in danger of vote. losing get the doll to race. the polls and vote. We need to get in people who are going to push forward great doll legislation. Here's a clip of Cindy and her unnervingness. If you get this message, Let's head be home. Friends, what's your name? Just uh, can you see that I'm talking quiet? Head home to my house with a bunch of flowers and a good excuse, otherwise Natalie's gonna kill you. I can sing songs. Would you like to sing can, with me? Excuse, excuse me, do you know how to turn this thing I off? Can play games. My niece has one. Say, go to sleep, Cindy. I can sing go songs. Go to sleep, Cindy. Would you like to sing with me? Go to sleep. All right, so Cindy is weird, and I have a question as I just watched that with the cab driver, because Arnold and that is in a retro cab, which I guess yeah. people do. But does that mean the first cab driver was complicit in the cloning? Does that mean the because the first cab oh, driver oh, oh, they, they I must see what have you're just because he was no I don't out. think so I think they just brought him threw him in the a cab and said take him to the Woodland Mall. Okay, so I mean, can can somebody also while we're here just explain? exactly what happened because all right so basically michael rapaport who we haven't even ch- checked in with truly uh besides also, robert VR. duvall is in this movie we haven't even oh, spoken to that i thought he was yet. great he's terrific he, was great. he really did a great job oh, i like, mean literally like to goldwyn duvall like everybody's like doing great doing it here, doing know? it up for sure the woman who's the woman who played duvall's wife Catherine? she was oh, fantastic she, that was a very that heartbreaking is, that, that scene that in the actress, hospital was terrific i know and that's the weirdest thing about this movie is that that's why I kind of enjoyed it because you get these performances. That scene broke my heart. It was great. Oh my god! Who's that actress? It was great. I, I've seen her in other things, and she's oh yeah. Great. I just I, I couldn't yeah. believe, but I thought that I especially so the, there are scenes like that where it really helps ground the movies truly kind of preposterous other stuff. Arnold, Arnold's how unnatural Arnold is in the world, all the stuff. I was gonna say that actress is her name is Wanda Canyon. And uh, she oh, was most uh, most noted for her performance in the 1993 film For the Moment. Uh, and she also nice. uh, was on uh, My Secret Identity. Cool. So, yeah, there you go. Um, like that scene, her the, the the dynamic between her and Duvall are, is terrific, you know? And this idea that she has been cloned and is aware of it and she wants to die because she... She's she says these these memories they're not mine they're oh. hers like that was a haunting yeah it was. there was a haunting scene to have her speak to the fact that she felt like the the a disconnect between her memories and her 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 body you know like your your mind and your body the mind body connection like really interesting. I mean, this is there what, was stuff uh, in there yeah. that I was like, "This is an interesting. I- these are interesting ideas." I would have loved yes. the side plot of that movie. I mean, that's that's yeah. a. Fa- I mean, it's very much like uh, Tarkovsky's Solaris, which we talked about on Unspooled uh, during our Space miniseries. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, well, we're talking about clones here on this podcast. I just was going on a deep dive into Tarkovsky's oh, uh, Solaris. No big deal. <laughs> so irritated. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I'm so irritated. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself. 
Because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do. That's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right, for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this, it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I I'm on tour. When I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, Mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I mean, there are, and again, back at this podcast, there are, um, there are interesting ideas that, that come up. It's all just so, um, it's just all so messy and ultimately doesn't amount to much. Like I couldn't, I never really got at why they were embedding the DNA with these diseases so that their shelf life oh, and for control, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, so, I so can well, explain that. Please, it, it, it's 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 not it's it's ultimately not as interesting as it maybe you could have been. Be. So Tony Goldwyn is essentially. Um, putting flaws into the clones so that he can have control over them. So if Johnny Phoenix 
Um, Johnny Phoenix has got, I can't remember, uh, liver, liver cancer, cancer or something. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and so the shelf life is like one to five years for these character for these, um, clones so that he can basically say, I can, I can just shut you down and create a new clone. I don't need you. So Johnny, um, football player guy, I can't remember his name. Phoenix. If, Johnny Phoenix. If, he, if Johnny Phoenix wants to renegotiate his contract, I don't have to do that with him. I can just kill him clone him again like he's gonna but why die do you need to put why do you need to put the disease there just yeah, kill him he could just kill him no i think he's doing it because it's a threat to them you know like he's got like some leverage over them like it's saying you like know? if you if you don't play ball you're gonna die in five years and if you do play ball you're gonna die in five years and if you really don't play ball i'm gonna chill, kill you oh no but you're gonna die in five years but i'm gonna bring you back if you don't uh, play ball, I'm not. You're going to die in five years, and I'm not going to bring you back. Well, I mean, he does. He Do you does know what I mean? Reveal, like, he you either reveal. are immortal or you are. I control whether you come back or not. You're going to die regardless. Got it. All right. He does kind of explain his big plan at the end. In two years, three tops, I will control enough votes to get the laws changed. And then we won't have to lose our best people. We won't have to lose our Mozarts. We won't have to lose our Martin Luther Kings. We will finally be able to conquer death. And who gets to decide who lives and who dies? You? You have a better idea? Yeah. What about God? Oh, you're one of those. I suppose you think science is inherently evil. No, I don't think science is inherently evil. But I think you are. If you believe that God created man in his own image, then you also believe that God gave man the power to understand evolution, to exploit science, to manipulate the genetic code, to do exactly what I'm doing. I'm just taking over where God left off. If you really believe that, then you should clone yourself while you're still alive. And why's that? So I can understand your unique perspective? No. So you can go fuck yourself. There it is. I mean, that's the, the plan is that he controls the cool people who come back. I mean... Like, he's the arbiter of what people deserve to live and die. Like, I mean, he is God? I think he's just, yeah, I think, yeah, it's a total God complex. I think he's he's basically, at a certain point, offers Arnold immortality. You know, he's saying you can live forever. Um, and as that's long what, as you don't piss me off. Yeah, as long as you don't piss me off. Otherwise, I can, I can, I can just keep rebooting you um, and erase the bad stuff and give you the life you want. I can give it to you forever. You can live forever. Um, mm. and that's, and Would then, you, you know, it? there's Would all either this, of you take that. No, no, I think June. the concept of death is what makes life worth living. Wow. June. <laughs> um, pass. I'm sorry. Not the concept <laughs> of death, the guarantee of death. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I agree with that, but I'm, I'm signing also, up. Yeah, I'm also like, I'd like to know a little bit more. I'd like to read the fine print. <laughs> you want to get the brochure from Tony Yeah, Goldberg. I'd like to look Listen, through the I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind more years. I wouldn't yeah. mind more years, but I'm not sure about immortality. I, I don't know. I don't um, know. There's, I'd like more years. I, I like, I'll take the more years. Um, I thought there was a straight up Monty Python As long scene. as they're wonder years. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, like, who's narrating? Is it is it Daniel Stern narrating you, or are you narrating you? I mean, that 
Oh man, that's such a yeah. It's Daniel Stern, but he's playing his char- he's playing one of the wet bandits. Oh, he's playing now. his character from Home Alone. <laughs> so now Harry, actually, doing it's that. Joe Harry- Pesci. Yeah. I want bandits. Joe Pesci narrating my oh, my Wonder God. Years. By the way, they're actually this fucking guy. <laughs> oh no, ah. I remember this fucking guy. Oh shit. This remember, he can't, no, you remember, he can't curse at Home Alone. He's clean. He has this like, <laughs> oh, fuck that's it, right. fuck it, fuck it. Um, the, there's a scene in this movie that made me laugh so hard that was such a Monty Python scene where they blow off uh, the ba- one of the bad guy's legs and he's just hopping around on one leg trying to fire yeah. a gun. Like, they oh, do a yeah. lot of Michael body. Rooker. Michael Rooker, Michael, and he goes, yes. I just bought, those are new boots. <laughs> He, he blew his entire yeah. leg off. And her fingers. And then oh. Arnold like takes the fingers to fingerprint activate the car. I mean, it was com it was comical. Yes. He's, yeah, <laughs> you know? there is like 20 minutes of the movie where Arnold is walking around with one of Sarah Winter's thumbs and just keeps using it to get into buildings, get into elevators, get into the car. It's it's, you know, it's it's thumbs up. It's really funny. I mean, here's the thing that I was <laughs> he even curious says, about. I'm all thumbs today. Sorry. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead. No, I was curious about like the, the I don't know, mall or space where all the cloning things seem to happen. Like because correct me if I'm wrong. When he gets Cindy, when Arnold gets Cindy, it's because he went there to get his dog re repetted, right? That's the Woodland Hills Mall. So he goes to the mall okay. to go to repet. But across from the repet in the mall is a place, a kiosk selling the dolls. And he buys the doll instead of the dog. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. But, but, but the other company, Arnold, yes. has, the other Arnold has arrived earlier and did get yes. the dog at repet. Did anyone else find it disturbing that the woman who was selling the doll was also in pigtails? Like the grown woman? I I really didn't like that either. I did not care for that. Not one bit. I didn't like the illustration that accompanied the the doll. um, Like I didn't like the drawing of the sim pal either. Like it all was unsettling. I mean, listen, I I never like adult women in pigtails. I I didn't like that. I mean, the, 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 the best friend money can buy. And it was, I also didn't like that there was no variation on these dolls. Like you had to get the one. I mean, this simpal, this simpal thing really upsets me. It's really Really, really upsetting. It's real, but it does look like that was just stay on her for a second, Paul. Like that was, this girl was a person. I mean, they based this off of someone real. Well, you know what, Avril, uh, actually showed us uh, an idea that she thinks it was based off of uh like a Cindy Brady. Oh, Oh yeah. I can see that. Yeah. You know, they 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 are dressed almost identical in the picture that she pulled like old school Cindy Brady. Huh. So I, if that's the if that's the in I was wondering if they were trying to make it look like the young actor who plays the daughter. If there was some connection, they were trying to draw to that. But I, I, I don't know if that that's the case. Um, um, yeah, it was weird. It's like it's bizarre. It, the 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 fact that there is the the fact that there are so many iterations of alternative characters in this, from cloned dog to a kind of cyborg uh, doll to virtual sex hologram to full blown clones. That's like four different types of like 
altered reality characters in a movie that is really at its core. What if there were two Arnold's? That's it. That's <laughs> you it, know? baby. <laughs> the, yep. the whole movie is what if there were two Arnold's? But they're making they're they're adding so much other stuff. They're chumming the water with so much other weird stuff that I'm just like, get me get rid of this doll. The doll doesn't matter. Get rid of the clone dog. That barely matters. Like none of this is integral to helping us enjoy what if there were two Arnold's, you know? Yeah. Agree. And a minivan. And also the doll never comes back. Like I was waiting for that doll to either be activated at some point or to call on like an army of dolls. Um, I love it. You know, but it, she never returns. No, they just, they, and, but everybody seems to think the doll is important. He's got the doll for a while and there's a car chase and he's got the doll. Then the bad guys have the doll and then they are like, the doll is talking to them. Like they they, they seem to think the doll has value as well. But by the (laughs) way, they also, Schwarzenegger says to the, to the cab driver in, in that scene, he's like, how do I shut her off? And the cab driver's like, oh, actually, this is how you shut her off. Like, yeah, like they go to know sleep, to Cindy, go to sleep. Like in the the move, what the movie should have been is like when he steals the um the disc containing Tony Goldwyn's consciousness, he should slip it into the doll's oh. drive, right? Like so that it's hidden inside the doll so that the doll is now has the consciousness of Tony Goldwyn. And so that you've got this kind of hybrid thing where Tony Goldwyn wakes up inside the box. <sighs> Body of a doll oh, instead of inside the bad clone, right? I like then, that. Then you're like, that's why this doll has been here. That's why they even or, that's why they even started introducing this doll. You or, know, or you find out in that final scene, he goes, uh, "How are you financing all of this?" And he says, "Oh, what we are financing is we are taking, we are killing children, taking their memories, and putting them into." Sim dolls, and that the and because they cost like two hundred bucks a head, we we're able to keep like it's like they basically created like a Cabbage Patch doll to fund a larger cloning operation. So yeah. the ca- like the Sim dolls are the front for the larger operation they're doing behind the scenes. Now that yeah, it's I, really I, you know. long, yeah, it's a long way to get there, but they got there. Well, what's so funny about I love that idea, and what's so funny about Tony Goldwyn when he wakes up as his sort of half baked self. Is that he doesn't realize, like, I found it oh, so yeah. fascinating. He doesn't realize that he's, you know, yeah. kind of not a all done. A goo <laughs> man. Just, he's yeah. a melted candle of a man. Yes, with, like, yeah. skin falling off of him. He doesn't know that until he looks in the mirror. And which he's made me wonder. Well, but that made me wonder, like, what is the experience of being a clone? Like, do you... Does he not? Oh, well, now we're getting into what is consciousness? What is consciousness? And does it exist in your mind or in your body? Like, and does your consciousness extend to your body? Like, mustn't he know this body doesn't feel right? This is what we were talking about in replicas. Well, all he has to do is look down and see like he's. Well, that's the thing. He gets dressed. He he has layers of skin falling off of him. He gets dressed. He's no, he's naked. He gets dressed. He puts on the clothes from the healthy Tony Goldwyn. Doesn't he notice that his body is like, just like, like sickly white and dripping like, like skin. It's not so smooth. To go back to the point I was making before about how this movie is unmasking, like this, the amount of self-hatred we all have and exists within us. He's also cloned cloned Tony Goldwyn is also upset with real Tony Goldwyn. They also have a healthy amount of disdain for each other. Yes. 
Yeah. I wonder, yes. if, I wonder if that's something that you mentally, we've never been in this situation, but you mentally must have to do that so you don't fall in love with yourself. Right? You must have to come into this world and be like, I must kill me so I am the only me. But Schwarzenegger... Adam is the person who's able to say, you know what? I see you for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you up to. Maybe it's not that that we hate ourselves. That actually that we love ourselves too much. So seeing a version of ourselves, Yeah. yeah. Well, at the end, Schwarzenegger and his clone seem to be like behaving as if they're twin brothers. Yeah. Yes. You know, they Although are... What I did expect, which I was, I was bummed didn't happen, was I thought. The real clone was going to sacrifice himself. Yeah, I thought so too. It makes the most sense, but instead he just sets him up with an all a competing business <laughs> in like. Oh no, not a competing in like a, a franchise in a Argentina. Fr- <laughs> he sends him in a helicopter to Argentina. The clone and one helicopter a go jet. to Argentina. Uh, by the way. On a boat. He's on a fucking boat. It's yes. a jet. That thing can fly so fast. Why are you putting that on a boat? I, I don't think it can sure, get to Argentina. I thought for sure it was going to be like another three card Monty surprise where, you know, like that old whatever parable from the Bible of the mother who how they found out the real mother was the one who wouldn't kill her child. Like I right. thought for sure we're going to understand who the real Arnold is because yeah. he's going to sacrifice himself for the sake of his family. Um, but no, no, they but both, no, get like, to both of them, both of them live. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I, uh, by the way, I, but also, I see, I was like, I was like, now why? Okay. So then to me, I'm like, okay, so the clone <laughs> has all of the same life experience as, the yeah. as Arnold Prime, right? Right. Has all the same life experience, believes himself to be that man. He is that man, in fact. Um, and he has to kind of go into the wilderness. In my mind, I was like, is this movie going to end with Clara and the wife and two Arnolds? Like, is this going to end with their their family now includes two dads? I mean, like, this, this, this. I wanted t- that. By the way, I this, wanted that for everybody. I wanted the happy. And if he's not going to sacrifice, because I also thought he was going to sacrifice himself. Yeah. If that's not going to happen, then why does he have to like, why does he have to give up his family, give up his life, give up everything? Well, it, it, to me, this is reeks of what you talked about before like how much of this is Schwarzenegger this movie gives you a chance to see something you've never seen in a movie before Schwarzenegger getting killed like right like he doesn't or I yeah. mean you know I'm, I'm sure now maybe now he's maybe changed that but back then at this mm. point like you could have you could kill the good guy but still have a good guy in the chamber yeah but instead like the 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 life of him in this town alone does he speak mm-hmm. the language what is he doing like he's going to run and by the way he's running this extreme sports thing in Argentina does he even know that that's a place where he can f- fuel this like is there enough interest in Argentina what's the deal like we there's <laughs> oh, a lot man. of questions that's the sequel the sequel is you really are obsessed with the small business element of this movie i, I watch a How, lot is it smart of- to start a franchise is his wife going to start forensic accounting and be like why do we have have an outpost in Argentina. Does he the, get the, a cut? Yes. The, well, I would assume, I would assume he would. He would I would assume they're partners. How, now. I mean, but now if I'm somebody, now if I'm the IRS, dead. if I'm an, if I'm the IRS, I'm going to go and go. Let me go visit that outpost in Argentina. Oh my God, you look just like him. And then, are we going to say that we're twins, or are we going well, to say our name is, is the like, same? Sh- that's the thing. Schwarzenegger is, again, the the most conspicuous person in every situation he's in. Like there is he doesn't blend in. Yeah. 
He doesn't. He's not like he. He is a hulking kind yeah. of a figure. So you, he's noticeable no matter where he is. So I just can't imagine a world in which they blow. They successfully blow up that building and the the war crimes that are going on inside of it. Um, they are. I'm sure are now landing themselves on like. It's interesting. Like we never really see the government. The the police sort of we see, but like we never see any law enforcement or any government agencies at all show interest in the chaos that is going on between the war of uh, Tony Goldwyn and Duval versus a helicopter pilot from Los Angeles <laughs> that is literally blowing up city blocks well, of real estate. Yes, it seems like Goldwyn's bought off politicians, the police that they have um, that that money has corrupted. Yes, Every brand. That's true. But but also it's sort of true because Michael Rooker, um, when Michael Rooker shows up it, to the police station where um, Arnold, the clone Arnold is being held after his um, holographic uh, virtual psychiatrist tells him he seems like he doesn't want to talk about his parents. Like that was oh my God, a that... bit of hilarious comedy. Um, but uh, Michael Rooker comes. He, it's not like he's like, we own you guys. Give us the guy. Michael Rooker's pretending to be a doctor. Like they don't own the cops. It doesn't. The right. cops are just ineffectual, you know. Well, I mean, he's um, acting crazy. I mean, pu- yeah, there's a lot of shootouts and I mean, nothing ever happens. I mean, they drove they drive a car, a classic car through multiple houses. Yes. Yes. Multiple. And, houses. and Arnold is just back at his house, just hanging out at home. Like, yeah. I'm like this, this, this area would be like there would be so many police right now because somebody there was a car chase and a shootout here like hours ago. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a bizarre movie. It's, it's really strange. Now, obviously, though, we have opinions about this movie. There are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. The movie was a piece of shit. Yet this person recommends it. Tell me what is the message. Maybe that art is subjective. Opinion. All right, these are five star reviews that have been culled from the deepest wells of the internet. Uh, let's jump right in. Uh, this one is from Bruce Winning. Bruce Winning writes, I like the action and I like the violence. The shooting is futuristic and I like it. The punching and kicking is just the same as it ever was and I like it. Five stars. That's that from uh, Bruce Winning. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it, not wrong. The punching you know, and the kicking, uh, you pretty, know, pretty same as it basic. always was. Um, also, Schwarzenegger does a big dive in this, too. There's some good diving in this. Um, oh, you know what? That was one thing I want to talk about. The use of slow-mo. I've never seen slow-mo used in oh an action God. movie. It was so upsetting. It was like, how can you make this... L- not interesting like yes it was so weird to the, slow the, the use of slow-mo was weird and the use of like glitchy kind of editing like yeah. chopped up glitchy editing was also bizarre i mean it's so bizarre okay uh this next review is from um uncle salty uncle salty writes this Monsanto, their genetically engineered MMO corn and all MMO crops should be abolished. Proof that you can't put the genie back in the bottle once unleashed. Five stars. The title is, This is why genetic engineering and MMO crops should be illegal. 
Five stars, though. Well, I mean, he's it's, showing this is yeah, this is a this is yeah, an allegory. This I mean, is like a uh, this is a cautionary tale. <laughs> uh, Caleb Burner writes, really makes you think. Five stars. Whoa! And he wrote that on Christmas Day, December twenty fifth, twenty twenty. And um, whoa, twenty twenty, twenty twenty, really making oh. you think in twenty twenty. Um, Gloria J. Pringle writes. Uh, the title is Love Arnold, and the review is simply this: Watch this movie with my grandkids several times. Love Arnold. Oh. <laughs> also Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then the final that's one. A, is, that's a tradition is you have to watch the sixth day to. on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> the final one is from MSL and MSL writes, excellent movie, good plot slash story, probably coming to life in about 10 years. Be ready. Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. my God. Well, that to me, like, the, I love there's so many holograms in this movie, like when they're going you know, into the main area where all of this genetic cloning is happening, but it's still sort of the public space, like atrium outside. There's holograms of people like yeah. that to me for so long was just like peak future. I like, love that kind of future. That's all we could imagine were yes. holograms. And I do the, feel like we now have holograms. the capacity to have it. Yeah, but it's not, it's not as it. interesting as we thought it would be. Isn't there like a pop star who is a hologram that is a massive success? There is um, definitely a Twitch streamer who is a pop uh, is a is like a, a CGI character, uh, like oh, a fully uh, animated. Yeah. I think there is a Japanese pop star who is oh, a you hologram. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, she's literally not a hologram, a hologram like a, and, and like you you buy concert tickets to yeah. go and see a hologram perform pop songs. I don't There's even think no... it's a hologram. I think it's CGI. Oh, is okay. Okay, yeah. I think I'm not, uh, you know, I'm going to look right now. Uh, yeah, I think it's called uh, Miguela, the CGI pop star and influencer. And uh, this is a little taste of what her music sounds like. There she is. What do you class as real? Is it something you can hold, touch, smell and taste? Or is it something you can see with your own two eyes? If it's the first choice, about 99% of social influencers have just been removed from your life. You've not met them, you've just seen them online. If it's the latter, then this next part isn't going to seem so strange. Oh, wow. What's up? It's Michaela here with YouTube Music at Coachella, and I'm joined that is by someone's Whoa. Thank you, Finally. Artificial influencers are growing followings of millions of teenagers and young adults so that, on Instagram. That is Ooh, that's Michaela. intense. Wow. Yeah. I, I believe I, there is also, uh, the, I think the hologram that I was talking about is Hatsune Miku. Oh, okay. Uh, a Japanese hologram uh, J-pop star. Um, so there's a uh, lot. I mean, this 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 it's a thing. post is saying that there's one of there's one of many. There's a lot. This is a new thing. Um, I can't wait for like our that, kids to be what a you AI just showed kid. me is very unsettling. Yeah, yeah that, you know, I, I didn't care no, for that. I didn't like that at all. Um, not one bit. Um, I did want to say one thing about Tony Goldwyn uh, in this movie. We are introduced to one of the most powerful men in the world, saying this line. Get the Speaker of the House on the phone. Get me the Speaker <laughs> of the House. Like, I was like, why, why stop there? Just get me the, pre wouldn't get me the president be a little bit more effective than this? Like, 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 what, like he needs to talk to, you know, Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi. It's like, what, like, are, you know, like, 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 what are well, we like? Well, you know, he's trying to, he's up. trying to okay. get legislation oh, passed yeah. and he also knows that the speaker's son has a brain tumor. Oh, okay. So, okay. So I, guess, I think, right. I think that's, I think he's trying to play out his like Machiavellian plan. Got it. Okay. To, to uh, get cloning legalized, oh you my know? Gosh. All right. So I guess it comes to that point in the show where Oof. I'll ask you, 
Do you recommend this movie? Uh, I'll quickly go first and say absolutely. I had a fun time. It's a little bit long, but it's it's worth it. Jason June, what do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. It's too long. It's too yes. long. Yeah. But, I mean, there's certainly some fun stuff in it. And I, I do think Arnold, as as kind of anachronistic as he always seems in movies, is always a delight to watch. So there is stuff in here that's enjoyable, but I, it was it was a, sl- a bit of a slog. Yeah. I don't know if I would describe him as a delight to watch. I didn't. <laughs> I, I don't know that I, I didn't have that feeling. But there are some great performances in here. And. Um, like Tony Goldwyn is a delight to watch for yes. me, but Duval um, doing great. Yeah. But, uh, this is a movie that I would recommend you take, a, a, take your edible with and just like, you know, fast forward a little bit, but see what's yeah, in there like because that. there's fast some forward. crazy stuff in there. And, um, listen, comparatively to the, some of the other movies we've watched, I didn't find this to be a painful viewing. No, I I agree. I think it, more than anything, it was it, it got it, because it was so long. It was a little boring. Mm-hmm. I think you can. I think see, here's what you can do. You can fast forward through the Michael Rappaport Arnold um, helicopter race. You can fast yes. forward. Oh God, There's yes. a bunch of stuff in Act One you can fast forward through, and then Acts Two and Three. If you're confused, it doesn't matter. The movie's well, confused don't anyway. Worry. Yeah, so don't I worry mean, about we're it. We're still even confused about why the, there are two clones. I mean, it, it's explained, but. It's a little bit, it is like, wait, but how did you not know? I will say that, I mean, there's some, there's some stuff in this movie and I guess this is where the movie got me and maybe I'm so dumb, but I'll put it out there and say, I was legit surprised when there was like, when Schwarzenegger saw Schwarzenegger, I was like, I didn't know that that was going to be what we were going to see, like a a two-hander in it. And I was so pleasantly surprised to see them both like in the same scene working together. Like, I don't know why that eluded me. Like building that bomb. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, that that section was really, really great. Like when Arnold is doing banter with Arnold, it's kind of incredible. Like if anything, I wish the movie had teamed them up earlier. Yes. Like I, I, I almost feel like the movie did a slight disservice to what its premise is because had it teamed up the Arnolds earlier, we would have had more fun with them together yes. versus we really only get like two little scenes of the two Arnolds versus if all of Act 3 or the end of Act 2, they'd gotten together. It would have been really fun for it to be more of two Arnolds versus the world. Uh, let's play a little clip of that. Forget about talking to the police. I tried that already. Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? I know this sounds insane, but I'm Adam Gibson. What? But we don't have enough time for you to be shocked right now because they got Natalie and Clara, and I need your help to get my family back. They are my family. It's for sleeping with my wife. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what we're in for. And by the way, it's not hard to do. Yeah. What I, I think what, it, what was bumping me a little bit was the total recall of it. Which mm. is like, who, like, am I really this guy or am I really this other guy? And that's a little bit the same thing that's going on here. Am I the clone Get or am I the original? Repet. Yeah, exactly. Get yourself, exactly. <laughs> repet is recall, you know? Oh. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I enjoyed it, but I would, I would fast forward. Um, By the way, these movies are packaged as 
uh, like a lot of the deep, there are a lot of comments on Amazon where like, I don't know why you're packaging them together. They're two totally different movies. Total <laughs> Wait, recall. What's the other movie? Uh, total oh, recall. Oh, oh, total recall. Like, recall. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but they are very similar. This is kind of I just like, watched Total Recall recently. It's incredible. Oh, it's Paul great Verhoeven. It's incredible. Guato. Uh, Jason June, anything that you have uh, that you would like, like to talk about? Share. Let people know. Um, I would say just check out uh, The Deep Dive, which is another podcast that I'm hosting with How Did This Get Made um, special guest, Jessica St. Clair. Um, so great. So delightful. And you have so many awesome, awesome people on the show. Uh, I love listening to it. Um, and I'll I'll just throw out, uh, you know, there are clones in Invincible, the Mahler twins, um, mm. and they they do uh, they also do a pretty impressive job of being able to clone people on a molecular level, including consciousness. So, and they're always fighting about which one is the real clone and which one uh, which one's the clone and which one's the original. Um, I play Rexplode, uh, uh, America the Motion Pictures on Netflix right now, animated really movie that I'm a voice in. Uh, I want to recommend uh, Black Monday, which uh, June is in as well, but also has a clone element to it, which is the Lehman Brothers. Kim Marino plays two characters in this. Oh, uh, cool. So uh, I have an ability to, I, I've worked with uh, actors who, you know, can do that. And and Ken, uh, you know, has an, a stand-in that will do his other parts, and it's it's lovely to watch them work off each other. And uh, yeah, it's really, really fun. Um, all right, so Black Monday on Showtime Sunday nights. Uh, you can follow uh, me also on Twitch. Uh, just go to twitch.tv slash friendzone for a bunch of shows uh, all the time. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our super producer, uh, Cody, our uh, engineer, Devin, our movie producer, uh Avril Halley, of course, Nate Kylie with all of our amazing research and not uh, not at the bottom of the list, but purely at the top. July Diaz, who listens through, make sure everything is tip top shape. A big thank you to all the people who do all the amazing artwork. Uh, the ghost of Craig T. Nelson and Kyle Waldron. You can check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. We have new shirts up there right now. So again, we have a where uh, does the butt sh- start shirt because uh, people requested it after a mannequin <laughs> episode and if you are interested uh we are doing a fast nine episode we are figuring out when we're going to do it we have to work a couple different things but we'll get that i'll, ju- I'll just say this i've just finished re-watching one through eight and i am ready to go oh cannot okay. wait june and i got to interview the cast or some of the cast of fast nine and uh and uh we got some inside scoop so uh fast 10 <laughs> gonna be a musical according to vin um all right i love it uh we will see you next weekend if there's anything that we missed out or forgot you can give me a call at 619 PAULA. That's 619 Paul Ask, and I'll talk about it on the mini episode. You can also call me about your life, and I'll give you advice. And uh, so far, we've been pretty good with that. Um, all right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Uh, give us a call on the mini episode, 619 PAUL ASK. Bye for now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.